Hello and welcome to our Legal Curiosity podcast, Fact, Fiction or Foreign Jurisdiction, featuring me, Ollie Gregg, yeah, me, James Kitching, and me, Jonathan Hodge. James has once again spent his time researching some interesting law, and it's going to be up to me, Ollie, and our guest to decide whether it's fact, fiction, or foreign jurisdiction. So let's get to it. What are we doing? By the way, if my headphones drop off, let me know because my AirPods might. Well, let you know, we just won't be able to hear us. Anyway, don't worry about that. (laughs) Welcome, Sinead. Hi guys. Do we need wow, to do an action that, 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 that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we need. That'll do. Here's Sinead. That's always me. Right. Me, I'm always a Sinead disappointment. Too. Moving on. So, right. James, what's so, remind everyone, what's the what's the topic? The topic this week was swords. However, oh. I've decided to take a different approach this week. We're doing something we're doing something <laughs> a little bit different. We're not even doing fact fiction or foreign or foreign fact foreign fact fiction or foreign jurisdiction. We're doing a Ruth Gay Bader Ginsburg memorial oh, episode. That's a nice one. So I've oh, got loads brilliant. of facts all Good about the notorious RBG. Yeah. Um, and you guys are going to tell me what you think the answers are. Cool. It's just like Sounds a quiz, really. A legal quiz. Have you managed? I'm have, really bad at quizzing. Have, you, have you managed to shoe in a sword anywhere? Or that's spoiled the fun for everyone? Did I get a sword in? I think I did try and get a sword in here. Okay, that's good. Oh, no, I didn't. I heard a podcast about sword swallowing the other day and I found out why people swallow swords. That was it. I mean, we can start off with that if we want. Anyway. Well, apparently, so people swallow swords because they're flat and your throat has to be flat. So if you try and put a circular object down your throat, it won't work. Whereas a sword does work because it's a flat object. <laughs> Are you sure object. about that? So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't go back. Well, I don't know how long it is. I am not commenting on any of this. Uh, <laughs> no, because we'll have to cut it out, John, won't we? We won't have any exactly. podcasts there. As, <laughs> we have the editor of the podcast. I do not want to edit any of this. Right. <laughs> okay, first fact me. about the Notorious RBG. What can't you spell truth without? Say that again. What can't you spell truth without? Oh, I oh, uh, Shout it out w. today, go for it. Yes, without Ruth. Without Ruth. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought it was like an, an anagram of without or something. Okay. No, you can't spell truth without Ruth. So that's, it was a that's nice light hard way to get really started. Good. That went really well there, didn't it? Right, so first proper one. So that's one point to, uh, you can write it on your whiteboard there, John. Yeah, so I've just done that. it on my whiteboard and uh, <laughs> the word truth doesn't fit in the word without. So you are correct, that was wrong. Excellent. So one point to Sinead. So first question. What? Hold on. Second question. Yeah, she gets a point for that. That's how we're doing it this week. Oh my god, I didn't know. It's craziness. Sorry, okay, I'm concentrating. Ollie, this is right. So shout it. I want want to hear your answer. The next one would be you have more time to think about it. So who was the Cornell College professor that she credited as improving her writing skills? I can give you some clues. Don't worry. I'll give you some clues. This is a really famous writer. These are really hard. Okay. Yeah, so, so this person wrote the book okay. Lolita. Oh, Vladimir Nabokov. Point to Correct. me. Yes, point to Jonathan. Well I'm sorry, but normally on this podcast, you can answer the question without knowing anything <laughs> about the question because there's a multiple choice. This is ridiculous. I thought we'd... I mean, Vladimir Nabokov taught yep. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yep, at Cornell. 
There you I go. had no idea. That's a fantastic. You've just blown John's mind. And master. she credits him as uh, helping to teach her to paint with pictures, to paint, use the to use words to paint pictures. The most impressive thing about that, of course, is that English was not Nabokov's first language. Do you know who Nabokov is, Ollie, or are you still in the dark here? I don't know what's going on. I'm in the dark. Of that. I thought Have you heard of Lolita? Fictional foreign jurisdiction. Now I'm in a pub well... quiz. <laughs> <laughs> About a very specific topic. Yeah, but this is, you know, this is a major legal figure. It's I didn't like think that we were on bloody that. mastermind. <laughs> well, I was waiting to squeeze in jokes like, I ate a ball of string yesterday. I shit you not. I was hoping that we could, you know, <laughs> it's all a bit sick. What's okay. that got to do with swords? Why would, you, why, why would that be involved? Oh, I would have squeezed it in. Or squeezed okay. it out. Oh, dear. So, right. Okay. Oh dear. I'll give you, do you want me to give you some multiple choices, Ollie? Does that make you happier? Yeah, go on. Okay. In 2013, in 2013, what passion did she tell the New York Times she'd given up? Was it A, water skiing? Was it B, skydiving? Or was it C, the opera? Skydiving. Water skiing. I'm just going to go for one of each, why not? It was water skiing. Well done, Damn it. Damn it. Multiple choice. (laughs) Get multiple choices, and you're right. I thought it was going to be what I thought be the least likely one of all of them. I thought it was going to be the. You have to bear in mind that what's how old is she when she passed away? Should probably know that. Uh, she, she was born on the fifteenth of March, nineteen thirty-three. Yeah, eighty-seven. So yeah, so this was only seven years ago. So did this. this? Did this lady Ruth Ginsburg? Did she impact on the English justice system very much? She's had an impact on women's rights in the U.S. Well, equality. She's 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 basically the Baroness Hale of the U.S. Yeah, and also uh, don't forget, Ollie, the cultural impact of the United States is global. And if she's having an impact <laughs> on the culture of the United States, it spreads. Out. I mean, there is there is a question as to whether or not, which is true of any uh, great figure. This is the problem with the great man theory of history: is that how much of it is the individual and how much of it is the times. In fairness, she was a very intelligent. Leading she also she also tried to use international law quite a lot actually in the in the US and people didn't like that so she'd try and bring in German cases or British cases when she was actually mm. uh, presenting on, on American cases to say look we should follow the example of other people in the world. What I like um, about her the most, one I've read about in the last few days, so I sort of knew her name and I knew she was kind of influential in America and uh, therefore globally, but didn't really know much about her. Obviously, since she's died, I've read quite a lot. And one of the things I thought was most interesting was in every case almost. She wasn't one side or the other. Everyone seems to think she was like this sort of liberal. She wasn't actually. She was continually trying to build a consensus. So, for example, she opposed um, the right to bear arms, not because she wasn't a Republican, but because she said it literally has no function anymore in a modern society, which I think is right. So she was just a pragmatist who was continually trying to build a consensus, most accurately epitomised by when she said it isn't women's liberation, it is men's and women's liberation. I think that was very good. So yeah, Okay. <laughs> so, right. Look, so, do people give a shit about this stuff? Yes, people really care about her. This, this is, this is like educating because... Ollie right now. Yeah, but we don't yeah. normally do that on this show. Do we? Right. Ollie, this is. No, too, we don't usually have the time. There's two big things here. One, she was a massive figure in the legal world, and two, yeah. there's a huge. This is going to massively affect the election in the US now because Trump yes. is trying to ram through. He's trying to judge. Judge. Yeah. 
and she was obviously liberal and he could put a, a Republican, you know, conservative on and that will shape America's legal system for years well, to come. Yeah. As I just said, I'm not sure how liberal she actually was. I think she was just appointed by liberals who tend to be more keen on consensus than Republicans. She was the, the she was the middle of the liberal scale. Yeah. But she still did a lot more. Still for the consider, yeah, because she's a Democrat. Yeah. And unlike, say, someone like Antonin Scalia, who was the other side. Yeah. He, so he was a believer that you should read the Constitution of America literally. Literally. So yeah. as it is written, that's how you should read it. Whereas Ginsburg was very much, you should read it as you see it today. So we are the modern people. It's like the literal rule mindset. and the golden rule. Like exactly. Exactly. Rule. So yeah, yeah, when you're reading Right to Bear Arms, you're talking about people who had muskets. Right to have than the arms of a bear. Yeah, exactly. Ollie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Would be the literal... Um, right. How many press ups did RBJ do? RBG do a week before she died. Are we talking like when she was like eighty-seven? She was doing press yeah. We're talking about I right now. Do one how, and I'm twenty-seven. Yeah. We're talking about right now. How many did she do a week? Ten. Right now, well, not very many. How many oh. press ups did RBG do a week before she died? A week. I'm going to say, in fact, I reckon she did a certain number of days. I reckon she did five every day. So I reckon we'll say thirty-five. I'm going to go higher and say that she did 60. Ooh, oh, I'm going to go in the middle and I'm going to go 50. It was 40. Um, she did two two sets of 20. So I'm close. Week. Yeah, so you can have a point for that. Yes! Two sets Come of 20. On. That's, <laughs> that's, in, that's, in, that's impressive, considering I can't even do one. I don't yeah. think I'd do too long. She's quite light, though. Is, that, is probably... that impressive by her or unimpressive by you? She was you? five foot. Know. Yeah, it's unimpressive by us, I think, more to the point. Yeah, probably more. It'd be a lot harder so, for me to lift my weight. But if I was doing that many press-ups at her age, you know, I'd actually be bothered to do that many press-ups at her Trump, age. Trump can't even lift a glass of water, so... <laughs> exactly. I, I'll be honest, I, I don't know anything about Ruth Ginsburg, and I never even heard of her until Ruth she Bader died. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader RBG, Ginsburg. Then, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know who she was until she was uh, to the news century. You can watch some films about her after this. There's a really good documentary on Netflix, and there's a film called On the Basis of Sex, which is all about her. Mm. So you can watch that, Ollie. Sounds like my yeah. kind of show. It came out in 2018, and it starred Felicity Jones, Army Hammer. I'm ignoring you, and Justin Theroux. <laughs> okay, great. John, so it's, <laughs> no. it's it's two one one. Just keeping track. Yeah. Next question. Next question. What is a Illamantis Ginsburger? Is it a burger? It's an insect. It's kind of, yes, it's an insect. More specific. Is it a praying mantis? It is a mantis. It is a form of mantis. And well, then why is it I get called a point that? For this. Surely I get a point get for this. Point that, yeah. So it is a praying mantis that was named after um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Is there a reason it was named after her? That's a is. very I good question to know, because there is, is there a, a reason. Point here? Is there a point of that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Okay. I think well, he doesn't know the answer. No, I'm guessing. <laughs> I do. I think oh, you it's do. going to be because it, it eats male mantises. <laughs> That's not what I know. Uh, I thought that actually, John, like the Black Widow version of a mantis. I genuinely yeah. thought that's what. Were well, those be. big green praying mantises? I think they are female. I think the main, what the big ones are female. Um, it's because the species neck plate resembles the jabots, which is the sort of no. thing that Ruth uh, Bader roll around her neck. I've realised I've just imitated that, and people can't see this because it's a podcast. Mm. 
So it's I'm, the thing she wears around it. Like no the ruffle. <laughs> people are listening to this because we're talking about something That's relevant that no, people true. apart from Ollie actually care about. <laughs> right, I, so, I just don't know so, enough about her, but I'm learning along the way. So now, now I know exactly, she's had a good extinct career. And so far, I found out she was a water skier. She had a praying yep. mantis named after her. It's all interesting yep. stuff. You know, he's only really the second one appointed to the US Supreme Court. Honestly, maybe one, that's your spin-off, uh, educating Ollie. We could make a few series out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, we were educating <laughs> on property law last week. He didn't even know about his own area of law. So, Hey, <laughs> didn't I win that one? He did win that one. Uh, no, Amy, hang on, Amy won, didn't she? No, Amy won it. Yeah, Amy won last week. <laughs> yeah, but only because we were being nice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I wasn't right. Record, according according to according to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when will there be enough women on the Supreme Court? When there's um, when there's all nine, whatever. Yes, Ollie. Correct. Back of the nets. Get in there, my son. Did That's you actually annoying. know how many people sit on the Supreme Court, or did you just completely guess a number there? Well, I said nine, didn't I? Yeah, you said nine. Yeah, so I'm presuming you knew that, uh, and that's right. Presumably, <laughs> that is right. Yes. <laughs> well, well, then let's say I know. Let's say I know. Let, say I know then, <laughs> but at least right, I must know the answer. How yeah, else would I know? <laughs> <laughs> there you no, go. Yeah. What do you think? It was right, sheer it? luck. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you think I guess what nine? I don't think so. Doesn't seem likely. Right. Um, I don't, I've got the next one's a bit more factual. Um, Great, I like those ones. Yeah. <laughs> let's, do, let's do that one. Did well, it's a quick, quick fire one. So whoever says it first gets a point. Did RBG only advance women's rights? No, no. no. Oh, it's close there. It's obviously me. I think. <laughs> I think that was me. I mean, it was me yeah, by like half a second. Yeah. There's, there's an actual audible Sinead. gap between us saying it. No, I think we're we we'll we'll hear it back when we on the tape. The tape I think will it was show does anybody know why? Why? What other cases she did that wasn't just about women's rights? Famously, hang Silence. on, no. hang on. She litigated six gender equality cases before the Supreme Court. And you just googled this? No, she won five of them. So she did a number of cases for men where they were discriminated against because of things like um, tax exemptions that were granted only to widows. Oh, or I didn't know that. The family's primary breadwinner, where you know it would go to. Again, it would only be awarded to widows. So she had many cases saying, look, my wife's died. Um, I'm trying to claim this allowance so I can keep looking after my kid, but it only applies to women. So she presented a number of cases where actually she enhanced men's rights, mm. but to prove the point that equality is good for men and for women. Good so, stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Happy with She was the top draw. She was top draw. Um, how could you tell whether Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on the side of a majority opinion or a dissenting opinion? Before she said anything, that is. So how could you tell did based on her appearance? Specific... Oh, okay. Oh, did she put her, her hair appearance? up? Or have it wear it up? No. no. Oh. Did she wear a different colour nail polish? No. Okay. That's a good did, guess though, Ollie. I did like she that wear <laughs> a lapel pin on the other side or something? Nope. I feel like that's the kind of thing that Baroness Hale would do. Yeah. Did she maybe wear a different colour? Like black? It relates to something that we discussed earlier. Oh, the thing around the net. Correct, Ollie. Yes. Back of the net. What do you call it? A jabot. A jabot. So J A B O T, apparently. Mm. 
Um, so she wore two different, she had two different ones. Well, she had lots of different ones, but she wore a lace collar featuring gold trim and charms uh, when she was giving a majority opinion. And she wore, um, for a dissenting opinion, she wore a bib with a, a bib with a black, who was a black bib necklace. She wore so when I a, see uh, a different dissenting. color. I was basically right. But you didn't say a jabot, did you? No, you didn't, Ollie, John. Ollie had already said that. So yeah, but the Ollie, key thing I'm is not really. The key thing about that is the colour, surely. No, it's not, John, because it could have been the colour of anything, like nail polish, for example. Well, no, it's the colour of her clay. I mean, Do you know what I'm noticing? John basically... is a very sore loser, isn't he? No, no, he's he's basically... terrible. What I'm saying, Sinead, is I've basically got a point there. They're not giving it to me. But as long as <laughs> what John mind. does is, is John makes it all about winning until he starts losing, and then he just loses interest. He doesn't care. <laughs> so you can tell John is still a leading at the moment, aren't you? I'm still leading, yeah. I'm like 4-3-2 or something, haven't I? <laughs> And I lost track. I'm, the... I'm like 10, 10 one, 1 I think. Well, I oh, just yeah. got a point, though, so I got four now. So. No, I think you've got three. You had two. Where's your whiteboard gone? I know, because I had to move rooms. Now I don't have my whiteboard. I can't keep track. When I left, it was three one one, so I was very happy. It's all gone to pot since. Right, let's get crack on, because John's got football to play. He's got to go play some fo- fo- football for his football friends. <laughs> football friends? Yes. The football yeah. friends. It's, it's, all, it's called a team, but fine. How do you give up in a towel throwing contest? <laughs> that's very good. I like anyway, that. you yeah, raise a white flag. You raise a white flag, Ollie. Just get a white towel. <laughs> Doesn't work. Tried it. Doesn't work. Right. Well, I actually, you know what? I actually have some jokes about unemployed people, but none of them really work. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> oh. That's pretty brutal, actually. For the time that's a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, Ollie. Got your arm, Ollie. No, sorry. <laughs> that. sorry, Ollie. Yeah. No, Ollie. He's just so used to Ollie's saying the shit jokes. Edit it so makes no advice of the joke. And now I'm going to be like trouble. Right. 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 What language did Ruth Bader Ginsburg learn while co-authoring a book on civil procedure? Latin. No. Yeah, one case each. One country each. That's not, I didn't one say country, country Spain. Spain. No, still, stop it. Still wrong, mate, so... Stop it, John. <laughs> stop it. German. Not German, no. Oh. Uh, on civil procedure. Chinese. What did you say? Chinese, no. It was Swedish. She learned the Swedish language while she oh, was... At least give us multiple choice. Any language in the world. <laughs> <laughs> while she was co-authoring a book. I should have said what? Civil Procedure in Sweden. Why? Quite a hard language as well. It was just when she was, when she was a lecturer. She was a recent research associate. She just decided she was co-authoring a book on Civil Procedure in Sweden. So she decided to actually learn the language while she did it. Mm. That's ridiculous. I know, yeah, uh, pretty uh, damn impressive. I know something in Swedish. Helska day. Which means, means I love you. I love you too, John. I know, I know some Swedish. Go on. Malm, Tidafors. These are just items of IKEA furniture. <laughs> so these are proper nouns. Yeah. These are these aren't these are proper nouns. It's like saying someone's name. It's like saying. Oh, well, it's, a, it's a proper noun, mate. It's not a fake one. <laughs> it's a proper one. Okay. But they might translate into something. To be fair, they might. Yeah. Might I, might, I might just do that now while you're harping on about RBG. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was her major passion aside from the law, which she shared with Anson and Scalia? Water skiing. Oh. <laughs> it was, was not say, water skiing. It's not water skiing. 
Um, so this is this is a guy who's as far right as they come on the uh, Supreme Court because Ollie, I'm guessing, has no idea who he is. What's his name? Why Just would Scarlet. I know who that is? Justice Scalia. Why would you not know? Do you not follow Why? anything in the world? Well, um, sorry, that's a I bit see. ridiculous. Do you know I who see. the president of the US is at the moment, Ollie? Yes, it's Bill Clinton. <laughs> well done. Well, I assume it's not um, target shooting or something like that. You assume correctly. Is this your so, way of getting multiple No, guesses? no, no. I'm just saying I think that was too obvious because also we know how she felt about this, the Fifth Amendment or whatever. Can so, we not get... have multiple choice? Because it's hard. Do you know what it is? Well, I was going to give I you think... a clue that I've, I've already mentioned it I think... during this podcast. Oh. Equality. No, 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 no. It's going to be <laughs> no, something really it's, mundane. It's not like that. He's, gonna, he's mentioned it already. They both like chips. The opera. The opera. When did I mention chips? The opera. Sinead gets a point. I was. Yeah. Oh, he was literally about to say that. How many guesses? Doesn't matter. She said outrageous. it. Gets I was point. thinking about what the. I could think skydiving. I couldn't remember what the third one was. I'd have got it. How I'd many operas has she appeared in? How many operas has she appeared in? Two. Seven She's been in the opera. and a half. Holly, correct. Two. Oh, I said two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, edit gonna it, it. Edit it. we're gonna edit it so Ollie says it. Ollie said seven point. and a half. Yeah, John, it's correct. She didn't finish the eighth one. But she's been in she's been in the opera. She's appeared in two operas. Once as herself and once as a, a character from the opera that she was in. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the literal definition. She's a very impressive woman. Yeah. What? Many strings yeah. to her bow. Making me feel a bit rubbish, really. About what yeah, changed. well, you should. Well, this this one might even make you feel better. What was her reason for falling asleep during the State of the Union address? Was she drunk? She was drunk. Yeah. Well, she said Fair she was play. tipsy. She said she was tipsy and a little sleepy, having stayed up all night writing because her pen was hot. Oh, yeah, exactly. Is it? You're going to make it look bad by she's drinking, but she's because she stayed up all night learning <laughs> Swedish and she fell asleep <laughs> the next day. Well, I staying up all night playing cod and drinking beer. She actually, <laughs> I, uh, obviously I've been reading about her since she died, and it's a shame I didn't really read really about her when she was alive, actually. But um... it sounds like you haven't read about anything because none of these so far. I've got like, all... what are you talking about? Only from <laughs> guessing, though. Only from guessing, not because you actually knew. Unbelievable. Right. I'm going to not dignify that with an answer. But, although you're all partly right. But, uh, no, so I've read about her, and one of the things I thought was most. I like to read about her the most. Is she's actually very inspiring. She's not one of the sort of people that's so successful it puts you off trying anything because you just think, God, I'm never going to. It's just some people are just so good at everything that you just think, oh, I can't be bothered. But she actually is exceptional and achieved a lot, but she worked really hard. And that, in a way, is a lot more impressive than a lot of these people that some, sometimes are just naturally gifted. Obviously, she was very naturally gifted, but she also didn't let up. As you say, she was working all night because her pen was hot. I mean, that's really, that's so inspiring. What I liked about it was that, oh. was that you know, a lot of, oh, shut up, Holly. What, what a load of old gumps. All right, fine. We'll go on to the next one. She was the first Jewish female. So, right, she was the first Jewish female Supreme Court judge and the second female Supreme Court judge. But what was she supposedly the first Supreme Court justice to have officiated over? A wedding. What kind of wedding? A Jewish wedding. No. It wasn't going to be Jewish because. Oh, gay wedding. There. Yeah, same-sex wedding. wedding. Yeah, same-sex wedding. wedding. Well done, Ollie. Yeah, good one. Correct. I should have got that. Correct. Should have got that. There you go, see? 
funny uni stuff. And that's stuff. the end of my... Am I right in thinking that she was also the only Supreme Chris. Court Justice who was on two published law reviews whilst she was a student? Oh, she might be, yeah. I know that she was on the Harvard Law Review. I don't know you don't get extra points for just Columbia as well. He's working hard. just trying to grab points here. Well, yeah. I've already won. I've got more points. Pathetic. Here, so it's pathetic. I think you all got the same points, didn't you? That's no. like I actually think Ollie did yeah. quite well, so James, I wouldn't I... be surprised if Ollie beat you. James, I didn't even, I still I didn't even think... need to keep score. I crushed it. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back through. We'll work it out. It's like she's got buy me a key ring now, so. or seven five three or something. It's just it's a runaway Same success run. for me. I mean, I definitely oh. lost. I can tell you that, but I think Ollie was up there. I think it's no, possible I, that I I got I, at least as many points as the other two combined. I think I think if I'm honest with you, I think there's no losers here. I think we're all winners because we've all learned something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Ollie. Well done. That's true. A very so, beautiful sentiment. Knowledge yeah. is you power. Know, when she was a law student, her husband had testicular cancer and they had a child. And she used to go to his lectures to take notes for him whilst doing her own lectures and studies and looking after their child because he was incapacitated for his treatment. And she finished top of her class. Yeah. I did know that one. That's a very that's impressive woman. Well, she person. also had cancer twice as well. Gosh, she's done no. everything. She's bloody incredible. <laughs> she's incredible. Oh my god, Ollie. Right, you need to watch the pod. You need to watch the bloody thing. The, the that was a good joke. That was good. I can't put it in, but that was funny. <sighs> For anyone who wasn't keeping count, the final score was John 6, Ollie 4, and Sinead 2. And that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Foreign Jurisdiction. If you have any questions for any of the hosts or anything you'd like to raise in the podcast, don't hesitate to contact us on any of our social media channels on Instagram at Fact Fiction Foreign, on Twitter at Fact Foreign and on LinkedIn. Don't forget to share, like and subscribe.